This is a Boardwalk Audio podcast. I just drink wine. Welcome. Welcome to to the, the wine wine situation, situation. two thousand. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um. Twenty nineteen. Yes, that's Sean Book. Two thousand and nineteen. I don't know. How do you say it? Two thousand nineteen. I haven't actually said it out loud that much. It's only. I know. A Try weekend. it on for size. Twenty nineteen. Two thousand nineteen. What are people saying? To twenty nineteen. Twenty nineteen. Okay. I don't know. I'm I'm a, I'm a twenty nineteen kind of yeah, guy. Yeah, I guess I'm figuring it out. You guys can let us know what yeah. you think. Um, that's Sean Buchholz, the wine whisperer. He looks into your soul and pulls Deep. out chilled bottles of ice vine Ooh. when he's feeling sexy. Ooh, Game Just of Thrones. That was a Game of Thrones preview. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> ice wine is coming. <laughs> Get excited, everyone. That's Ellen Clifford over there. She's the Mademoiselle Le Palette. Ouais. She is the channeler of wine knowledge for the people. She takes mass amounts of knowledge, smushes it into her tiny brain, petite brain, <laughs> not petite, meaning like it's not full of smarts because it's very smart. It's very condensed. She's in just there. a very petite person um, and goth. <laughs> uh, Thank you. Yeah. And then, she, and then she takes that knowledge and then she gives it to the, to the masses. I try. Yeah. So you're like, you're like the wine internet. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> i mean if i could have all the yeah. facts on the internet already in me i would not even be studying for the tests i have coming up but that's mm-hmm. okay you should carry around like a search bar yeah that people can type into just press me in the forehead and out spews like <laughs> uh the aging requirements for rioja uh-huh. white and rosé are six months okay never mind the solaria um, system yeah <laughs> no. no i don't have to worry about sherry for another several months there you go so we find out people's situations with wine before we get to today's guest we thought we'd do something a little different what are we gonna do we're gonna do our new year's wine resolutions oh right oh that's right we're, we're hitting the gym mm-hmm. we're gonna we're gonna quit that vice we have nah <laughs> uh we're gonna lift some bottles we're gonna lift some bottles i'm gonna i might goal is to bench press uh a jeroboam instead of you know i'm only on magnus <laughs> and uh <laughs> i like how all your workout equipment is just wine <laughs> paraphernalia yeah Ugh. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, someday I I'll need it. to. Hey, ro- Someone was making fun of me for pouring. It was a magnum of, of sparkling, and, and I was pouring it with two hands because I have tiny hands. And, that's, and that's totally normal to pour a magnum with two hands. My boyfriend was making fun of me. Oh, come on. Well, you're, okay. He has giant hands. He has I was giant like, hands. I'm like, you're not allowed to make fun of this. And also, that's like, you know, that's natural. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a natural thing to do. Pour, uh, pour you, a magnum with two hands. I think so. What's my resolution? Yeah. My resolution is to drink more mead. i like we i know i'm actually kind of gonna dovetail this into a hip sip tip but we went to this place called apiary they do a lot of like a lot of meads and kombucha and cider but i didn't really know much about mead it's in uh carpinteria okay ventura it's great loved it shout out apiary and um so it's basically just you know honey water and yeast that's it and it's like it's like fermented honey, so you know, you know, it's an interesting, cool thing, and you know, it has its own 
story I, to I tell. Need to, I, don't know. I need to try it. I've never tried it. I so. just feel like people hate on it, basically, is what I'm trying oh. to say. And you shouldn't hate on it because it's actually really delicious. And they use all champagne yeast, so it has this really kind of great champagne mm. thing. And it was great. I loved it. I need it. to try some. And I was like, I don't really know much about mead, but I know that what they're doing there was delicious. So I bought some. So that's my New Year's resolution is to drink more mead. I like it. <laughs> I mean, mine was just drink more Chenin Blanc, so oh, you know, which good. can be sweet. Yeah. I was thinking just like drink more sweet wines, like good sweet wines, but mm-hmm. then I've just been very focused on Chenin Blanc recently, which is sometimes sweet. Chenin Blanc can be like a total chameleon grape. I love it. Yeah, That's so as good. can Grenache Blanc. Mm. Anyway, drink more Blancs. I don't know. Blancs, <laughs> Blancs, Blancs have more fun. Blancs de la Blancs. Blanc de Blanc. So that is our, our wine resolution. Our wine uh, resolution. If you guys have any, you can, you know, email us, let us know, and we'll, um, we'll, we'll share them. Line. Yeah, uh, email us winesituation at gmail.com, and we're on, we're on the Instas and all those things, mm-hmm. so you can message us and or tell us. you can us. just text me. Yeah, <laughs> truly, probably most of the people listening are like, just, just uh, text, just me, text bro. us. <laughs> we'll, we'll or lady. It. Our guest today owns a couple of really cool places. One is the Ham and Eggs Tavern, which is like a, a place I, I never get to often enough. And I'm always like, I'm so happy I'm here. There are no ham or eggs there, but they have great drinks. Um, in I've downtown never Los been. Angeles. I'm embarrassed to say. We'll go. Let's go. We'll go. Let it go. Okay. Yeah. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Um, and we're currently sitting in, in uh, we're, yeah, we're not at Covell. We are at LA Wine, which is a newish place in Chinatown where our guest of the day owns. Please welcome David DeLuca. He's the owner of the bar we are sitting in and a maker of wine that he's going to pour us. Wow. Hi. Hi. Hey. Welcome to the show. Thank you. We're so happy you could be on the show and opening Thank- up your beautiful bar to us. Thanks for having me. Happy New Year. Happy, happy New, New Year. Year. Yeah. 2019. Yeah, weird. Yeah, do you have any wine resolutions you want to share? <sighs> I, I would say drink more of it, but I do pretty well at that. Yeah, so maybe we'll just focus on that. domestic producers and build our California economy. Yeah, drink more California wine. One glass wine. at a time. <laughs> One like glass it. at a time. Like a brick in a wall. No, not not different wall. Like, I feel like wall oh. has such a bad connotation oh, yeah. right now. <laughs> I said the word and I uh. felt dirty. A wine um, wall. We're, a wine wall. It's a wine bridge. It's a wine bridge. We're Thank building you. a wine bridge together. Out of bricks. <laughs> or <laughs> wine bottles. Or glasses. <laughs> Uh, um, yeah, welcome. We're happy to have you here. We're happy to try you. Uh, you, how long is this? Your first vintage of there's two bottles of wine staring us in the face. A Chardonnay and a Syrah. Is this your first vintage of wine you've made with the LA Wine Label? Or part of this project was just for me to get back into winemaking and production personally. Cool. So this is the first of the label for this location, which will grow into a majority of the program will be house made mostly from. Sonoma County, all from California. Awesome. I just took a lot of my foundation from Sonoma County, and after taking a step away from that part of the country to come down here to open a different bar, I just desperately miss it. So this was my way to, I guess, get back up there and start paying attention to the weather and Mm -hmm. thinking about farming again. Do you have connections to vineyards up there, or are you kind of just buying fruit from vineyards you know? Buying fruit from people I know. I do have some great connections. Unfortunately, where I used to work has become pretty allocated, so they keep everything. Where did you used to work? I used to work at McCrosty Winery. Okay. Um, They were initially in the town of Sonoma, uh, then moved up to Dry Creek Valley. Fantastic Pinot Noir and Chardonnay production. Um, Do they grow their fruit in Dry Creek, too? They do. Oh, okay. 
but also have a couple of state vineyards as well as source from some of Sonoma's just prize producers. So I took a lot from them. Um, Ultimately, what I'm looking for is sense of place. Um, the, The depth of difference in just Sonoma County alone is mm-hmm. so vast, which is so incredibly fascinating to me. Totally. So that's what I wanted this label to be about on a larger mm-hmm. scale, just the sense of place of different regions in California, yeah. styles ultimately showcasing the foundation of wine, which is grape farming. Since the, the first thing I worked with was Chardonnay, I wanted to obviously start with what I knew. This is from the Petaluma Gap area, which is... Coastal, Sonoma Coast, um, but not a very flabby wine. Mm -hmm. Elegant, easy, tropical, not big. And then the direct opposite for the Syrah, super cool climate in the Green Valley of Russian River. So the foggiest and kind of coolest region, about 10 miles from the coast. Cool. So we have a very light lineup lovely well i'd love to try the chardonnay first wonderful (laughs) (laughs) i mean however you think i should but yeah so it seems like you've kind of gone like full circle with your wine experience like you started in wine production and then you kind of got into like the the more retail side i I actually started in retail in in dumbo brooklyn when i was in school i had the opportunity to work at a little wine shop in a neighborhood that was changing very fast Uh and i just enjoyed it I enjoyed the tasting. I enjoyed the conversation. And then one night, one of the insanely rich neighbors across the street came by and said, open whatever you want, I'll pay. And that, that was it. That night I had a 1991 Ridge Montebello and just sat with it. And pretty soon after that, I was on my way to do harvest in California. (laughs) And then after doing harvest, I never came back to Brooklyn to get my stuff. Like I was done. Wow. Yeah. What were you studying in school? Anything related to viticulture? No. Uh, (laughs) Media management was, I was in graduate school. I was just, it was an excuse to just spend more time in school. (laughs) Right. So did you just come out to like work a harvest and then just stayed? I came out to work a harvest. I was very selective on who I I worked for because I wanted the opportunity to see multiple sides of the winery. Yeah. As soon as I kind of became integrated with this family, it was very apparent that I wasn't leaving and they gave me the opportunity to, to literally work at every aspect of the winery from production in the lab, in the vineyards, and then wow. ultimately ended up doing a bunch of PR stuff. Using that media. <laughs> For real. <laughs> Tying yeah. in. Somebody has to know how to do that. It's like, yeah. or the See, wine will never make it into dad, anyone's glass. It's, it's, funny, it's funny how it things good. do come full circle. And I know, right? It Isn't definitely did. But then I quickly realized if I ever really wanted to do anything with wine on my own, I probably needed to make some money, so I moved to L.A. to open a bar. Yeah. Desperately regretting it every day since. Oh, no. <laughs> cheers to that. Well, cheers to that. Cheers, cheers to finding some happiness in L.A. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's there. It's there. 16 Sonoma County Chardonnay from the Petaluma Gap. Petaluma Gap. Hmm. Oh, I like. Again, it has some weight, but... Relatively lean. Oh, that's great. Tropical. That's, that's really good. Easy. Um, it's well, well balanced. Yeah. Congratulations. I get nervous whenever anyone wants to taste me on Chardonnay just because I'm never sure what they're going to... This is, this is yummy. Yeah. One family owns the majority of that part of the valley. They have been working with that 
parcel since the original land grants and yeah. to, to say the least they they know how to grow fruit cool. <laughs> in that in that part of, of of the world can i ask you a personal question sure sure what do you think about chardonnay from carneros <sighs> i actually <laughs> lo- I, I i love i love carneros okay because um, i've heard some winemakers like love or hate carneros i, I just love, like to get people's feedback. i love carneros because it's consistent. Mm-hmm. You can typically taste it the second it, it's in your glass. That's yeah. The problem with Carneros is, it, I think it's got a dated personality. Mm. As youngsters are buying more fruit from there, I think we're going to see a shift. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, you know, some hip, we'll call them producers, just kind of landed next to Gunluck Bunchu. The scribe people are putting their yeah. little stamp on Carneros. Stylistically... I think I can find a great wine from any region. There's there's a lot of flabby, gross Carneros wine, unfortunately, mm-hmm. but uh, I, I think I think that'll change. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I just had to get your feedback. Yeah. Because I, I had a producer that I talked to in Russian River once, and he really was hating on Carneros Pinot mm-hmm. and, and Chard. It's totally opposite. It's He's like, mu- it all tastes swampy. It's, it's and I'm much, like, okay, calm down. It's much warmer. <laughs> it's the only AVA that's both in Napa and Sonoma, and Sonoma, so it's yeah. super confused. It's having identity issues. It really is, yeah. Yeah. and there's just so much of it. It's actually an incredibly it's large big. region, yeah. Yeah. Big. but it's got a lot of potential. It's right there on the San Pablo Bay, and uh, you know, we're all, all, all of our palates, I think, are leaning towards cooler climate and yeah. Yeah. lighter wine. And balance, too, and I think that's what... Balance is everything. This wine yeah, this is definitely really great. has between, like, you know, what's the ML that full... Yeah. Yeah. I would assume full, um, but only a little bit of new oak. Yeah, no steel, but neutral barrels. Yeah. just kind of the. I, I try to keep things as hands off as possible. Yeah, no, and the, and then the acidity is there too. It's great. Super lithe, mm-hmm. lithe wine. Yeah, lithey, lithe. Yeah, lean and lithe, lithe but muscular. Mm. So wait, are you I making the wine here or in? No. Yeah, but what facility are you doing? I'm. Doing custom crush up in Mendocino. Oh, cool! Um, it's a hike, but it's where I could attain the most control. Mm-hmm. When I was opening my first bar in LA, I was commuting from Sonoma County to LA every week. So if I have to go to oh my God. Mendocino a couple of times a month over <laughs> harvest, there's worse problems to have. <laughs> so like you and the five freeway are like super tight. I fly. Oh, <laughs> she died. No. <laughs> yeah, I hate the five. Yeah. It's gross. That exactly. little section of cows is a little bit too much for me, and I'm not even vegetarian. Yeah, it's a little it's intense. A little much. Um, yeah, flying is the way to go. Yeah. Much preferred. So it's coming up there. You build some relationships with some growers. Then um, Custom Crush Facility saves a mm-hmm. lot of money. You don't have to buy the equipment. You yeah. simply get into the facility, have control, and become really good friends with them and hope that <laughs> the relationship continues to the, the following vintage. Do you feel like you have to bring and use your own yeast then when you're using a facility like that? Or do you still allow? For there's some, tru- there's some trust involved. Generally speaking, it's all native or all not. Yeah. Um, but I think when you do these very small projects like this, you have, you have a certain level of control, which I feel I did. Yeah. Yeah. And this is, and this is native yeast too that you, on this or? The chart. We had to inoculate a little bit, mm-hmm. which is in, very common. Yeah. Um, you can once you hit a couple weeks, it might be time to jumpstart things. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, it was a winery that did inoculate a lot of their 
their, their wine, so it would have been pretty hard to go full native. Yeah. yeah. What's your feeling about this uh, orange skin contacty, quote unquote, natural wine um, thing that's taking <laughs> over? Interesting question. I I like well-made wine. I like wine that's grown the proper way. I follow wine trends. I don't tend to celebrate them as much as most people. Yeah. I think orange wine is interesting, but I also, I'm not the biggest fan. I mean, it's basically kombucha and <laughs> I like more control. I like to yeah. showcase what farmers can do in the vineyard. And I really stand by well-made wine that was intended to taste very classic the way our California wines can, can show. Yeah. Do you plan on making any or do you orange plan, wine? Yeah. Any, any like skin contact wine? Probably not. Yeah. No, I'll probably yeah. keep it white wine. completely classic. Will you I make just, any rosé ever you think? Or? Absolutely. Oh. Yeah. I, I, I want to make wine the way wine has been made for the last, you know, Sounds like you want to make wine that you want to drink. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Which is totally. the way to go, yeah. I think. <laughs> yes. I, I, again, this label is just supposed to tell the story and, and show the sense of place of the different regions in California. And I think that gets kind of muddy when you get into some of the skin contact and some of the orange stuff because it's so wild. Yeah. Which is interesting, just maybe not. Not for you. For me, no. so. it feels like it's all over the map to me right now. Yeah. I'll taste one. I'm like, oh, I'm, I enjoy this. I get this. This is like ticking off a lot of, you know, yeah, notes for me. Then other times it's just. And then you get a mouse bum and you're like. <sighs> but beyond yeah. that, well, sometimes just I'll oxidized. love my first glass or sip, commit to a bottle, and then I'm totally grossed out. <laughs> yeah, it yeah. just evolves so much because, I mean, it, it's a living thing in there. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah. So this is your first year. So I see there's a the, the 2014 Syrah, and then this is a 2016. Yes. So what was the first year that you released a vintage at all? This is it. These are wines oh, okay. that I, I had been working with. Green Valley is changing so fast. Mm-hmm. I knew I needed to kind of start building a relationship with a Syrah producer there early in the game because it's all being kind of switched over mm-hmm. to Pinot Noir for obvious reasons. Yeah. But I'll, I'll pour the... Uh, Syrah in a minute and it the expression of Green Valley Syrah is so atypical of Sonoma County so reminiscent of the Rhone and it's just really interesting so I met this Mm. cool I I fell into this uh, opportunity and it was something that I had to jumpstart premature now we have so well-aged wine so. people are yeah, switching it over to pinot noir still that oh that reminds me our resolution was going to be like we're not drinking anymore fucking pinot noir yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> the, the, people are still switching switching stuff out to plant yeah. more of it yeah i mean russian russian pe- river is just going to yield so much more money if everything's pinot noir yeah it's william Selium, thank you very much okay yes, yeah exactly. change, changing my resolution guys stop drinking so much pinot noir <laughs> give a great chance i don't think i could do that uh, no i could yeah. pain me i do enjoy I know. I was yeah. like, "Whoa, Syrah from Green Valley, Russian River." It's no, I'm excited cool. by that. I'm like, I never see Syrah out of Russian River. It's yeah. Joseph Swan was kind of the leader of the pack, mm-hmm. and then Green Valley is over where Iron Horse is. They source the majority of the fruit in the area, and this is just a little parcel near the, near there. I will uh, grab us some glasses. Sure. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, I'm uh, still enjoying the Chardonnay. It's so yummy. Yeah. It's delicious. Um, yeah, so guys, uh, don't stop drinking Pinot Noir. Just, you know, let the other grapes in. This has been a service announcement from this has Ellen. Been <laughs> Wine Resolutions. Wine Resolutions with Ellen Clifford. And Sean Buckholtz. 
Hi. We'll check in at the end of the year and see how we did with ours. I'll just Keep be sitting tabs. there with like a flagon of mead, like, I did it. <laughs> I'll just be like single-handedly powering terror bombs and pouring them oh, yeah, on my, large my, tables. Doing my resolution. Yeah, exactly. Uh, it's actually a lot of work. For our holiday party, we had a five liter yeah. and uh, took a lot of commitment. Yeah, those are heavy Oh, yeah. Heavy you got to really get in there. It was only 10, 10 of us. We did not feel well. Oh, oh yikes. It's fun. Oh boy, yeah. Only ten of us. Let's go back all the way back. Uh, when's the first time you remember drinking wine at all in your life? Or was college really the first time you um, re- recall or thought about it at I was all? fortunate. Wine was always on the dinner table. My mm-hmm. dad was in the restaurant business. Where were you? Where was that? I, was born, I, I grew up in Florida. It was just everywhere. It was in the 80s. I, Constantly surrounded by Joseph Phelps, Ridge, Jordan. Oh, nice. So it was just all on the table back then. That's a wow. good yeah. wine upbringing. And wow. I, I look back at those lists and they were like eight bucks. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, yeah, just like super affordable. So I, did, I didn't did realize. Did they have save some? I wish. Yeah. So I didn't realize that that was atypical until college when I was like buying wine at boutiques and not giving too much thought to like drinking a case of natty light and uh yeah i just celebrated it i always liked cooking and wine was on the table and then like i said when i was in grad school in brooklyn getting that job at the wine shop just changed it all it was like the key moments when you realize the only way i can ever really learn is drinking and talking about it and i kind of caught the bug yeah uh, well, let's cheers this Syrah. It so, looks gorgeous. Green Valley Syrah. It smells gorgeous. Wow. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. It's, oh, uh, yum. It's, I'm proud of it. It's delicious. Wow. This is really good. It, you can tell wow. it's from Russian River. I love the proximity. What to, for you speaks to that? Like, how, like how can you tell it's from Russian River? Oh, it's just that kind of foresty mossy mm-hmm. but still insanely elegant mm-hmm. when you drive through the russian river and there's I, I feel like nine days out of ten at least when i'm up there there's it's not raining but it's just misty. foggy yeah. and misty yeah. creating that kind of refrigeration and all of the the fruit from there in my opinion is just so perfectly grown due to long hang times and just optimal growing season mm-hmm. and uh I just love it. I like hearing that because now I want to like drink this with my eyes closed, like imagining being in a foggy forest at night or exactly. something. Exactly, but with the Ewoks running around. With Ewoks running around, yes, yeah. that would be. A, That's where George Lucas. I mean, kind of, right by there. But it, it's got the the blue fruit and spiciness yeah. of Syrah. Yeah, the spiciness to me is oh, what yeah. I noticed. But it's like it's like in that white pepper kind of absolutely yeah. white pepper. But then you get floral. these mm-hmm. great notes of lavender. And oh my it's, god. Uh, it's beautiful. It's exciting wine. It's a beautiful it's wine. Good wine. Thank you. We could do our playing what's in a glass with it if you guys want or no. We could Up play what's everybody. in a glass. What's in a glass is just us like Going walking through, looking the at the, the wine like like nerds and analyzing well, things. It's intentional that I these feel... tables are white, so oh, I know, perfect. right? I was gonna say we were like this is actually a really good place, so I feel like a nerd doing this in front of the winemaker. I always feel like I'm like I know. I'd say it's on a little bit on the um, higher alcohol side. Looking at the legs is what we're That's doing. It. I feel nervous now. I'm like, oh, I'm analyzing his wine in front of him. It's such good wine. <laughs> I don't care. It's, <laughs> it's encouraged. Go crazy. 
A little bit garnety, a little bit purpley? Yeah. I don't know. Uh, yeah. No, yeah. I don't think so. Garnety, purpley. Smells like peppers and, 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 and blueberry jam. Well, he already said the lavender, too. Oh, yeah. that, it's like, that hit me right in the head. Oh, yeah. It's very complex, guys. There is like the, you know, like that tree bark. Yeah. I know. I I feel like, you know, I always hate when people like give me descriptors before I talk about a wine because I feel like that's like, I'm like, yep, I do the mossiness. I'm feeling that. And also too, when I think of Russian River, you know, there's those redwood trees and that like forest, like the forest floor kind of. Absolutely. Yeah. And this wine just really develops. It takes a minute, but when it opens, it is spectacular. I get like plum, like plum flesh, plum skin. Like purple plums. Purple plums, purple yeah. Plums, purple plums and cinnamon. Cinnamon. A Maybe a little bit. I don't know. Little hey, cinnamon, little I'm spice. I'm picturing whatever like, you're, whatever you're thinking. What's the, uh, what was the... I definitely see the white pepper thing that was clear. Yeah. Yeah. What was your process in doing this? Like uh, used oak, new oak? A little bit of new and a whole lot of neutral. Yeah. Um, I like... How long was it aged in barrel? 18 months. I like what oak does when it's done slowly. There's some producers that I really, I get it. Like, there's some wines that I think are delicious. They're 100% new American oak. Mm-hmm. But generally speaking, again, going back to just balanced wine, I just like to taste what is grown. And with a ton of oak, that can camouflage that pretty quickly. Oh yeah, I'm on the same page with you on that. <laughs> are you a Are you a Northern Rhone friend? 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 <laughs> friend or Franco, fan? Um, absolutely. Yeah. I'm 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 a wine friend. Yeah, like, you're. Yeah, like sure. Stick me anywhere <laughs> around the world, and I will figure out <laughs> something that I like. <laughs> Seriously, I was like, ooh, that's a challenge. Ooh, mm, it, let me think. Um, <laughs> Especially the states. I mean, there's mm, great stuff being grown in Missouri, Long Island, Virginia, <laughs> Virginia. So there's Virginia Viognier, has some good Viognier. Viognier from Virginia is fantastic. Not yeah. that. Uh, yeah. My little brother did a harvest there. And oh, really? He actually uh, this past uh, harvest and loved it. And he yeah. he'd done a couple on the West Coast. It's just. Seeing how people do things differently. Mm-hmm. Oh, There's God, I drank some Missouri wine over Christmas. How was it? I didn't know that was a thing. Yeah, oh, Missouri? Missouri no, they were the first AVA in the in uh, um, Augusta, Missouri. Uh, they grow a lot of Norden grape down there, and they tend to make even their wines that say they're dry aren't. Yeah. yeah. It was a pretty sweet wine. It actually wasn't... the. We, I, that's where I'm from is St. Louis and we, we went to the wine store and I was like oh look there's this whole section full of Missouri wine I should get at least one of these to try and there was one with a black cat on the bottle I was like I'm going to get that one Adam Puka I think and this one was at least supposed to be sweet it was okay I try not to turn my nose up at Missouri wine too much but I've also drinking a lot of Missouri wine I'm like no stop stop making wine with these grapes or, or let it get dry I don't know yeah, um, or let it get dry. Let, Is that let, just because it's so hot in the summer? Or wait, I don't, I don't know. Why, why do you think it's so sweet? Just the palate of the people? I guess the palate of the people. The palate I of the people. Know, but now I want to really write an article about Missouri wine so I can like go there and question <laughs> question people. <laughs> what are you doing with your wine? Tell Ellen's me about it. Ellen's on the case. Yeah. Excuse me. Anyway. Interviewing yeah. grapes. Excuse me, bunch. Excuse me, Norton. What <laughs> Norton. are you doing? Why are you what so you sweet? Know? Why do you not eat all the yeast? Your or why don't your yeast all eat all your sugar? Or anyway. And then they uh, just sit there and they look at you. And they just look at me and they're like, "Because we're, we're in the Midwest and we like sweet sugary things." <laughs> Maybe I don't know. My mom likes it. So. 
Sorry, that was a long sidebar. <laughs> you just had me thinking about wine yeah. challenges. Um, I, I would like to, uh, we, we could all take a trip to Missouri and see if we could find wine. Yeah, I mean, there's, there's something to learn from every bottle of wine, good or bad, two yeah. bucks or two, 2,000. Yeah. And it's true. You're going to think about something if you want to. You're like, oh, that's what mega purple tastes like. Yeah. Oh. I've gotten really good at calling that out. I'm like, oh, yeah. Oh, it's so gross. It's so gross. And now that I know, like, like kind of like what it is and how it tastes, I'm like, ooh. Yeah, two things that really hurt me are uh, that and just synthetic oak is just oh. the most disgusting oh, yeah. thing yeah. in yeah. the world. And I've seen it used, and they'll, yeah. they'll just dump it in like powder, and oh. it's just like... Ugh, so oh, that's disgusting. how it. That's how it's. It's a powder. It's a powder, or it, was like a chip. Like it powder can be dish. chips. Okay, or it can be just the staves dropped into an old barrel. But regardless, it's cheating and <laughs> yeah. not a good idea. Oh, powder! Yeah. <laughs> it's like powdered milk. <laughs> powdered oak. Yeah, that um, doesn't not belong mm. in wine. No. Want I, more flavor? Just add oak. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, mom. Taking the viticulture vinification part of the the W sets was just like horrifying to me the number of things people can do to their wine yeah just like oh my god yeah is this so most like there's i'm like uh sometimes people are like so what do you think of this wine ellen it's like a dive bar and i'm like well it is an alcoholic grape influenced beverage but i'm pretty sure it's not wine <laughs> anymore alcoholic it's you'd be surprised the things that that happen no. yeah it's such a bulk of what goes into the bottle is at the hands of 18 and 20 year old interns that don't really know what's going on. Whoa, really? Just think about it. Yeah. I mean, I've seen cell phones dropped into uh, tanks. How do you get it out? (laughs) 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 These things happen. This Um, wine tastes like Siri. (laughs) These things happen. (laughs) You get it out. Uh, You get it out. You get it out. Yeah. But I mean, things happen. You can't fit a cell phone in a bottle. No. Unless you're David Copperfield. Yeah. I did have that five liter over uh, oh. for, for New Year's. Could put a, definitely fit a couple put a phone in there. in there. So let's talk about where we are. Okay. Oh, yeah. Where are we? We're in Chinatown. We're in Chinatown. We are sitting a few steps from the gold line. We're oh, in yeah. a small bar that looks like a tasting room intentionally. Beautiful. The, the program's a little different. You have the opportunity to taste multiple products from six producers. Okay. So you can, again, going back to that sense of place, mm-hmm. in addition to the house label, in addition to a pretty expansive reserve list. Cool. So you have that kind of elasticity. You can come in and get a glass of wine for 10 bucks and be extremely happy. Or you can spend a couple hundred on a magnum of 1986 uh, Napa cap. Cool. Sold. Yeah. Sold. <laughs> I'll take three. So <laughs> it's just kind of a place to uh, conveniently have a drink. Neighborhood bar, close to the train. And Chinatown's exciting. There's yeah. a lot yeah. of food here, and I'm not sure why up until recently there hasn't been any wine here. Hmm. Yeah, well, there's Oriol, which is... That's the you only know, other one I know. The plug for Dustin and... Yes. Uh, Those guys are spot. fantastic, great supporters. They were here for our first night. How, um, when did this open, you said? This opened in September. Oh, okay. Oh, wow. So new. Yeah. So new. That's why it looks so nice. Yeah. <laughs> I don't feel guilty not yeah. having been here yet, but now I'm coming back. Yes. Yeah. You guys do have an intriguing wine list. Yeah. I've been looking at. Yeah. So this, this current one is grower focused. So these are typically second generation growers that used to sell all their fruit. Then with the way the economies of wine, et cetera, has developed, they have turned into winemakers. And in some instances, 
in my opinion, making some of the best wine in the state. Yeah. Shout out to Peter Stoltman. Yeah. Stoltman. Stoltman. Uh, what else? The then there's Bonnie the, Dune up there. Bonnie Dune, Randall's such a intricate part you know, of I feel like yeah. that's wine classic and I've read yeah. so much about it. I'm not sure that I've ever actually drinking Bonnie Dune as much as I've like read about the Run Rangers and stuff. I'm like, He's cool. He, he takes a very high, high quality production standpoint at a relatively inexpensive price point, mm-hmm. and I really respect that. And we have a husband and wife couple up there, Defonso Curran, who make, he makes uh, Italian stuff mm-hmm. in Santa Ynez, mm-hmm. and she, I believe, was the original winemaker of Sea Smoke. Yes, she was. I think so, And yeah. he used to work for Samford. Uh, anyway. I feel like I know all this from Matt Kaner. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. Because he, he grew up there, so he knows a yeah. lot of these people. So and we've had their wines at Covell and stuff. So Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Trying to just cool. offer the opportunity for people to try multiple no, things from the same producer. It's and such a good idea. Just take a different approach to it. So many lists you, you want. It's like nothing worse than a list that's just like organized by price point. It's like, come on, we can do a little better. Let's, let's think about regions. Ultimately, let's think about producers. Well, I think it's the hardest thing to get people away from that menu, I yeah. think. And it's, we struggle with it at Covell yeah, all I mean, the time. And, yeah. and people still... You, 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 you know. broke the, the human brain when you decided <laughs> not to have those. And some human brains refuse to break yeah. and they leave. Yeah. Um, they're like, this is... Which, you know, and it's, it's very weird to be like, well, what do you mean? I'm like, well, all the wines are kind of the same price. Yeah. And we did that on purpose so you yeah. can not feel restricted. Absolutely. So you try... You know, what is it? So you order the Grenache Blanc instead of the Sauvignon Blanc. Exactly. You know? Oh, I've never had a Grenache Blanc. Exactly. Because <laughs> yeah. you, you would never like order it. it because you would feel like you were wanting to go with what you know. But yeah. that's the thing about wine is that there's such a vast knowledge. Indeed. You know, and there's, even if you're a amateur <laughs> wine drinker, you know, there's still so much to expand and educate yourself on. You know, I love drinking wine with people with very average palates. It makes me think about very basic things and mm-hmm. what I'm tasting and thinking about. Mm-hmm. Work when you've done this for a while, you're kind of taught to really dig deep. Yeah, I like hearing just what the general consumer thinks about what I'm serving them because yeah. there's there's no right or wrong. I mean, at the end of the day, this is. This is a farmed product that is sold for consumption and, and enjoyed to have fun. And as long as people are doing that, yeah. I'm all for it. Exactly. Um, ham and eggs. I I totally I love the vibe of that place. I love that like the the wine list is concise and intriguing always. Yeah, and, always. and if you don't expect it walking in there, you don't expect the wines you see there. You and then they're don't. good. Yeah, they're great. And yeah, they're, they're great. Um, how did ham and eggs come about? How did you name it? I do always get hungry there and I'm like, why is there no eggs here for me to eat? But just kidding. Ham and um, eggs came about when I was working in Sonoma. I was spending time in and out of LA for doing work stuff with the winery. Had the opportunity to visit a friend uh, downtown LA probably almost 10 years ago and simply just realized how quickly things were going to change and how fast it was going to happen. Mm-hmm. So I started spending more time looking for, for places and ham and eggs was the first uh, place that I looked at that I wanted. I looked at probably a hundred more, kept going back to it. Couldn't figure out who owned it, who to rent from, just knocked on the door. And one day someone answered and yeah. 
worked it out and it's called ham and eggs because it used to be a, a diner ah, mm. that's why sense. it has all the old signage out front i didn't change anything from the exterior just revamped the interior added a venue space and wanted to serve la specifically downtown la nine dollar glasses of wine without any pretension at all and where is it again eighth and olive eighth and olives everyone yeah. knows so yeah right in the heart of downtown by whole foods uh was me and Gopher on the block when I opened. Now I'm surrounded by any major business you could think of. Yeah, <laughs> it's kind of crazy. It's so crazy. So, so yeah, that's how that place came about. So basically, it was uh, that was your first complete place luck in yeah. LA, right? Yeah, yeah. And you did it by yourself? I you? did it by myself. It was uh, it was in, in a very intense product pro- project. I I worked with great people on it and learned a ton. I'm not sure if I tried to do that today, I could have been so successful. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, it sounds familiar. Yeah. And then this is a, this, this location is your, sec- is your second. Sorry. This is my second totally different concept, obviously. Mm-hmm. Much more polished, not as gritty, still value driven, and still a neighborhood bar. I like it. I like it. It's beautiful. Thank you. Come on down, guys. Yeah. Come on down and take a sip. Yeah. <laughs> That can be your slogan. Come on down. Come on down and take a sip. That's or two I just or three. I just give out free slogans. Thanks. Yeah. Hey, it's good that's what it. I do. <laughs> it's, um, I'm like the Johnny Appleseed of slogans. Just walking around spreading slogans. <laughs> <laughs> Sean's nose is like in I'm his sorry. microphone. Uh, I'm, w- I'm back. I'm awake. Back awake. What is next on your radar of of like varieties you want to make um, for wine? I mean, you probably hear this all the time because it's such a thing, but Mataro. I don't hear that all the time, but really? I like it as a thing. Um, um, it should be a thing. I am into that. I think what Sandlands is doing is insane. I think looking at Lodi, the way people are looking at it is insane. How do you feel about Lake County? I feel great about it. I kind of wish I would have moved there 10 years ago. <laughs> I think some great wine is going to be coming out of Lake County, not just Sauvignon Blanc. Yeah, didn't Beckstoffer buy a whole bunch of stuff up there? Tons. Tons, yeah. And that family does not put their name on a parcel unless it has very, very bright future. And Lake County's cool. Sierra Foothills are cool. But uh, I think... Yeah, Sierra Foothills are cool. I, If I could do anything in the state, I would buy some land in San Benito County. Really? Yeah. It's huh. uh, really interesting... If you have, if you ever get the opportunity to drive through there, it's just so different. There's a national monument called Pinnacles. That's the only thing out there. There isn't really very. It's like kind of in the middle of California. It's in the middle of California, but it's still pretty coastal. It's got a couple towns. One's called Pisciones. Um, I don't even know if that's the way you pronounce it. Anyway, it's just gives me the feeling of what California must have felt like when it was not populated. There's, yeah. there's nothing there. And the wine coming out of there, b- being made from some pretty amazing big producers, it's just delicious, Mataro being one. So what do you think, because you have a great love of the state of California and yeah. all its different parts, what uh, keeps you wanting to uh, create things in Los Angeles? I'm not sure if I do. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I mean, I love it here. It's it's great. I love the production that's popping up right in Chinatown and the opportunities that are here. I'm I'm in Los Angeles because 
from a hospitality standpoint, it made so much sense yeah. for me to grow and learn and spend my 20s and 30s here. However, if you think about where you want to see yourself as myself personally, I, I want to get back to a vineyard and I'm pretty sure that's not going to be happening in downtown LA anytime soon. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think there's any vineyards popping up here. Probably not. There is. Although this, this used to be a vineyard. I oh. this was like the first right by Vigna Street, right? Uh-huh. There was the right first, here. yeah. No, right on this very location. Zana Madre, the major water line is like directly under this building. When oh, they really? were when they were building it, they found it. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, there's like a plaque over anyway. Oh yeah. my god, that's These crazy. were vines. So, These they're were not vines. anymore, but that's, that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, what's the winery right over there? The oldest one then. And the San Antonio. San Antonio, yeah. Uh, Angelina Wine Company yeah. is just on the street. Yeah. yeah. Those guys. There's a lot happening in this little neighborhood as far as mm-hmm. wine, cider, beer production, which is cool. And so your bottles, can people buy them online? Is it only available here by the glass? Or how do we, if people want to purchase? Everything in this place is for. <laughs> On-site and off-site consumption. So you can pick up a bottle to go. Unfortunately, you can't get a glass to go. But feel free to take as many bottles as you want. But this is the place? This is the only place you can buy it? This is the place. um, This will be sold at other bars and restaurants maybe later this this year. For Mm -hmm. now, I just kind of want to hold on to it. It's still special to me. I'll offer it occasionally at uh, Ham and Eggs just as a treat. And uh, it'll go out to some restaurants soon when when it's time. And and so it's just a Chardonnay and the Syrah? For now, yeah. more will be released soon. TBD, or can you give us a little preview? TBD. <laughs> Definitely need some rosé, though. We do live in okay. L.A. <laughs> Pinot Noir and rosé. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying. I don't know. <laughs> I, I, Ellen, don't look at me like that. I was she just that. shot me the dagger. No, I just like, you, you said that, and he said yes, and I was like, is he psychic? <laughs> it makes it sense for the state. A lot of this stuff is Santa Barbara County. Yeah. And... Uh, it's also like the most common because of the Sanye people are going to bleed. They want yep. Sanye is probably the only way to do it properly. No. So. Is that, yeah. You mean Pinot Noir? Or you rose. mean Rosé? Rosé. Yeah. You mean using? Like you don't like a dedicated <laughs> grape for Rosé? Uh, I'm just talking about the method. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, I, was, I definitely <laughs> like <laughs> a dedicated grape for Rosé always. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Sorry, we got the not group. a lot of blending rosé going on in yeah, my world. Yeah, no, no. There's some uh, people, some people sure. Hey, Provence does a pretty good job. They do a fantastic job. Maybe the best. Maybe the best. Arguably the best. Yeah. They put some Mataro into rosé. or into, Do they? Down in Provence? Well, Bandol is Mived, right? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. God, you guys Bandol. on your synonyms. Blah. Mataro's a tough one. No. It's so many things. And no one calls it the same thing. Yeah. yeah. And only we call it Mataro. Yeah. Love that. I think do, they, do it in Australia, maybe? I don't know. It's what? Sure. Monastrell in Spain? Yeah. Monastrell in Spain. Mavedra. Maved. Uh, yeah. Mataro. There's Mataro. probably more. There's definitely more. Every time I'm researching a specific, I just got like the wine grapes, Jancis Robinson book and reading it and like every grape has five million synonyms yeah and there are a lot of them are related they have cousins we don't need to get into hybrids and all that nah. there's a lot nah. to learn <laughs> it's too many we'll grapes so many grapes you guys are open uh seven days a week here seven days a week five on late on the weekends here for chinatown and whoever's in the area 
come on down. Do you guys have food here too, or really basic um, picnic, picnic baskets, cheese focused? There was supposed to be a large food hall opening hmm. across the street about two months ago, and hmm. obviously that hasn't happened. So maybe we'll start working on some food pop-ups in the very near future. <laughs> there we go. Um, yeah, it's a beautiful building. I'm like, when did this get here? It feels like so, so new. It's really new. I think the residents have been living up there for a couple of years, but as far as commercial stuff, yeah. I'm a little early to the party. Yeah. But there's uh, some galleries, a clay studio, another bar. There's a ton of stuff opening in the near future. So. There's Howlin' Rays. If you guys there's like Howlin' Rays. Chicken. There's Lhasa. There is, mm-hmm. like we said, Oriole. ton of stuff happening in Chinatown right now. You guys, come on down to Chinatown. Yeah. It's good stuff here. Come on down to Chinatown. Turn that frown upside down. In, in Chinatown. Chinatown. <laughs> <laughs> um, I just saw the ballad of Buster Scruggs. So I haven't seen it yet. I feel um, that's good. I recommend Is it. Is there a lot of rhyming? No, but it's like, you know, Old Westy. There's some rhyming too, but it's Old Westy. So it made me think of that. Mm. That's all I got. Do you want to um, just tell us what's bringing you some joy, some, uh, some lightness, some happiness? Oh, holidays are over. Yeah. <laughs> um, I like the first quarter of the year. I'm going to cook a great dinner this evening. Oh, what's what you going to make? I don't know. But I'm <laughs> not going to be working. Gonna be good. Go to the store. I'm, gonna, I'm, I, I like to, I'm one of those shoppers that goes in, no plan, day of, pulls some ingredients, opens some good wine, sits on my porch, yeah. good company. And uh, I'm going to celebrate that tonight. Celebrate that. that. Yeah, I'm doing the same thing, actually. But I already know what I'm making, but... Well, I can use some inspiration. <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I don't want to influence your okay. your inspiration. Just Thank go you. and feel it. Just whatever's talking to you. Yeah. As you like close your eyes and it's, run it's your hands over the... Great thing about now that downtown LA has a store, we can actually go into Whole Foods and oh, have yeah. ingredient. You're, You're a resident the, down here too? Down here? No, but the other bar is kind of next door to it. So mm-hmm. when I'm doing errands over there, I'll go next door because, yeah, I like it. It's good. It's a good thing to have. Um, well, come on down, you guys, to uh, LA Wine. LA Wine on Broadway. On Broadway in Chinatown, in this lovely building. Yeah, it's called Blossom Plaza. Blossom Plaza. Blossom Plaza. We're in the middle. It's a little hard to find, but it's intentional because when you walk in, you don't feel like you're in. And you feel cozy. No, it's all cozy yeah. and nice. Yeah, it's a great date spot. Yeah, it's uh, when it's in the evening. It's dark. And so if you're like, cozy, where should I take oh. this Tinder date? <laughs> Yeah, we give major specials for Tinder dates. <laughs> major specials. <laughs> Lots of free wine. Uh-huh. And it's always such a good thing to do on a date, you guys, because you have something to talk about. Yeah. Especially trying different wines. You can be like, oh, this, this, this. So in case, you know, conversation's slow to start, you guys have something to talk about. Um, this has been Dating Tips this with Sean Buckholz. <laughs> also, bring some gum. Because after all that wine, you might want to share an intimate moment. Yeah, and, and wipe the wine off your teeth, please. Wipe the wine. Mm. And then check your teeth. Just run your tongue yeah. over your teeth. Yeah. Simple. A couple times. There's nothing Simple. grosser. Tuck that shirt in. You don't want a purple mouth. No. <laughs> Maybe wear a collared shirt. I don't know. Um, but that's it. That's all I got for you guys. Do you have spinach in your teeth? Check that. Check that. Oh, yeah. Be sure. Always. Or just um, just don't eat anything green. You know, before. put that put that underwear in the laundry basket before you bring her over. Just you know, just clean up a little before you go. Ooh, uh, yeah. mm-hmm. I'm just looking ahead for you. 
<laughs> on your date that's going to start at LA Wine mm-hmm. and end up And you know what? Just be yourself. Just be yourself. Oh, yeah. Because, you know, you don't want to get into a relationship with someone and then be like having to fake it. Yeah, oh, that sucks. That's, uh, it's exhausting. That's, yeah. Because you know oh. what? It's not going to work. So just be an asshole. It's so, okay. If you're an asshole, be an asshole. If they're into it, they'll stay. <laughs> or they'll realize four years later <laughs> that you're an asshole. Uh, I think um, we, uh, this is our, our other yeah. podcast. Oh. <laughs> it's called Tinder Advice. <laughs> Tinder Advice with Sean and Ellen. Tinder Times. I mean, Welcome back to Tinder Times. Tinder Times. Actually, I could see that happening as a, as a pod that yeah. people listen to. Although, neither one. Anyway. New ventures. Um, um, you sorry. guys, happy 2019. Yeah. David, thank you so much for being here. Thank you. Your wine thank pleasure. you for sharing your wine. It's thank you so much. So Love having you on the show. Thank you for hosting us. Anytime. This is amazing. Cheers. 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 Bing bong. <laughs> I just drink wine. I don't fuck with my I just drink wine. I don't fuck with men and I just drink wine. I don't fuck with coffee mates. I just drink wine. Give me red, white, or say, Don't touch me, motherfucker. I'm a Somali this has been a boardwalk audio podcast for more information and shows visit boardwalkaudio.com don't forget to rate and subscribe now